talk about these three weeks, actually, karong week, so good, is the implication that if you believe in the gospel, because the gospel is not just an idea that you need to believe. The gospel is so is a power of God of salvation for salvation, and it changes our lives, the way we live our lives. So, Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 to 15. If you had your Bible, turn your Bible with me to Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 to 15 is our text tonight. And kung wala kay Bible, tapad sa person nga na Bible and pakishare lang, okay? Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 to 15. I want to read it to you, but I want you to read it with me as well because nice ka na magbasa jud okay? If naana mo din sa Galatians chapter 5, that's in the New Testament. Say the word, word. Good. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 to 15. The Bible says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Small verse. Let's pray and let's ask the Lord to teach us. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that this is your word and it speaks to us because we need it and you reveal it to us. So open up our eyes that we may see that you want us to see, that we might see you, Jesus. Show us Christ. Bring us deeper into the gospel and change us as we look to Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to begin by uh, giving you a story. Dealing the story, but discovering as I study the sermon, na ako na discover sa internet as ga research ko og uh, introduction. And I think this is a very nice introduction, okay? How many of you na ako na discover sa imong life ng mga butang? Then pagbasa nimo sa internet, the internet slaps you in the face and the internet says, kining paggamit ani mga butang, you thought you're using it right, actually you are using it wrong. Kabanay mo anak, mga article. I'm a, and this is a very life-changing article to me, okay? So I want to share it with you. I, I read this article, 18 things, 18 everyday products you've been using wrong, okay? That's pretty intriguing, right? And I just select a few because ang ubang product dilita ka relate, okay? So kabante mo ay nang product Tech Tac Orange. Kato morag tablet morag anak sa kabante mo anak gisulod sa container ang product familiar? Okay, good. Welcome to Earth. Kana ba familiar tatanan, right? So kabante mo ang product na naasya gamay nga gausanan. Then how do we actually use it? Atong iyan sa man. And now on, kung naat mukha on sa, sa, sa tablet or something like that. Kung sa yung tawag ana ng sulod dia, okay? Ato ginapupuk, right? But actually, the right way to use it is through kanang iyang handle na asay murag mo catch. And now on rani muna, automatic ang um, murag a little bit of tablet, kanang tablet dia, ma-handle na na, ma-igo na na sa handle. So karang pa ko kabalo ngayon na din na, okay? Still lang. Now you know? Okay, another kay murag wala mo kakuan, ka-relate ana, okay? Another example. Um, how many of you naka-store mo og peanut butter sa inyong house? Okay? And actually, pag-store niyo sa peanut butter and ginakaon niyo, eventually kabantay mo ang peanut butter nagahi and dili na siya humok kwaon. Kabantay mo ana? 
Because the way we store peanut butter is this way. And actually, it's the wrong way. Because kung inga na ato ang pag-store sa peanut butter, eventually, mugahi dyan na siya. Narealize ninyo? Peanut butter, mugahi nga na? Mugahi. And eventually, the right way actually is this. Duh! Okay? Life-changing! Diba? That's a tip that kung ginahan ka nga, ang peanut butter ni mo, dili mugahi, always creamy, always oily, you store the peanut butter upside down. That's the right way. Okay? Now, another life-changing fact, okay? Ako na-discover, kabalo man daan, familiar man daan of a diet coke, right? And usually, Mo, mo, uh, mo inam nga diet ko, abrihan ni mo, isulod ni mo ang straw, right? Sa mabi, wala nag-straw, but let's just think, nagagamit ka sa straw. Once, eh, usahay, ginabutan ni mo, how do you handle that? Abrihan ni mo, and then, butan ni mo ang straw. But kabalong kang say function na ng handle nga, ha? Kabalong kang say function na, di lira na design para kwaon ni mo. Actually, this is the wrong way. Butang rin mo, so, this is the right way. Show us the right way. Kanang tab, kanang circle diya, nga doa, Muna'y butanganan sa straw para ang straw dili ma. Ah, wala sila ka-appreciate. Alright? Ano. These are the things ang dili na ako ganahan ihatag tanan sa inyo. 18 uh, articles sa internet is 18 tanan nilang ihatag. And for me, makayang go, well, it's nice. It's nice to know ngayon na de ang right way. And I think some of you have used these things in the wrong way as well and makarelate mo. Right? Right? Good. Now, there are things in life we can't afford to use wrongly because the stakes are higher. Kito mga butanga, kato mga peanut butter, wala'y big deal. Kung masayop day ka, ngayana day ang pagbutan ni mo sa peanut butter, right? No big deal. Kaya makao naman gapo ni mga peanut butter bisagahi, right? No big deal. Kung masayop ka, bubutang sa straw, ngayana day, sa diet ko, ngayana day. It doesn't change anything. Wala'y stakes nga higher. Wala na destroy mong kinabuhi. Wala mo nagbulag sa mga sawa, Right? Doesn't no big deal if you use it the wrong way. But there are things in life, there are truths in life, there are realities in life na dili dapat ni mo buhaton in a wrong way. Or dapat kabuluka mo use in a right way because if you use it in the wrong way, ang stakes, ang damage, ang consequences are higher. And the passage that we're talking about in Galatians chapter, he talks about that because Paul is writing a letter sa mga Galatians ng mga Christians like us. Delete man mga Galatians, mga Dabawinians man da, okay? But he's writing to them about these things that delete na dapat sila mubalik sa karaan ng paagi, ng delete na pinaagi ang kaluwasan o gatong relationship sa gino o delete na pinaagi through our good works. Dilina paagi through obeying the law or the Mosaic law because in Jesus there's a new way to approach God and that approach is by grace through faith. That's the way you enter into a relationship with God and that's the way you live out the Christian life as well. It's by grace through faith apart from the law, apart from your performance. So that's the Christian life. What what is talking about Nepal today? But the problem is this. Truth has a tendency to twist our mind. Because I've heard a lot of people uh, argue that, mingyon sila, kung ang kaluwasan is by grace through faith, dili na basis sa performance, it's all done by Jesus Christ, 
there's a tendency sometimes to abuse that reality. Sumingan niya sila, well, sumagpakasala na lang ko. Well, I can live a life of sin. Total, luwas na bitaw ko. Total, it's all about grace, right? There's a tendency and there's a, always a temptation to think that way. And Paul says, that's a wrong way to use your freedom. And if you use your freedom in a wrong way, ang at stakes, ang damage makreta na sa mukha is very real and higher. But before ato i-dive in, I want to review a little bit para makuha nato ang kantig sa okay? As we study the gospel-centered life, we've been learning so far these truths, okay? We've been learning that the core of Christianity, the heart of Christianity is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel means good news, not good advice, okay? Sa essential class na muna, gahapon, okay? So fresh na kaya na. Good news, not good advice. That's the gospel. And news is something that is done. Wala na kay mahimu, ana. It's done. News is what happened in the past. All you need to do in the news is respond to it. And it's done because our salvation is done by Jesus Christ. Atong salvation dili basis sa ato ang paningkamot, pag-obey, pag-follow, kung dili basis sa finished work ni Jesus sa cross para sa tuwa. So if you are here, this is the core of Christianity. Christianity is not about those and don't. Nabuato na ko ni, mag-serve ko, magpaningkamot ko, para i-bless ko sa ginoo, para i-accept ko sa ginoo, para i-love ko sa ginoo. That's not Christianity at all. Because Christianity is done. It's not do. Okay? That's the heart of Christianity. Not religion and moralism. Because religion and moralism is all about you. You're trying to reach God. You're trying to work and earn your way to God. And God is saying it's done because God came down and did it for us because we cannot do it for ourselves. So this is I want you to know. This is over and over we repeat it in this church. When you understand the gospel, second truth that we learn is that the gospel actually is liberating. Say the word liberating with me. Liberating. And word nga liberating, but basabotan na freeing. When you understand the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's freeing. In other words, it gives you freedom. Freedom from sin, freedom from condemnation, because all of your sin has been forgiven. Freedom from shame, because all of your sin and shame has been covered by Jesus Christ. It's freeing. Christians should be the most freeing people, kumbaga. The most liberated people. Dili liberated in the wrong way. It's freeing because it's it's unchained. To be honest, we are because of what Jesus Christ has done. So that's the gospel. Once you understand the gospel and the grace of God in your life, it changes you. It liberates you. It gives you freedom. It gives you joy. It gives you peace. It gives you hope. That's the gospel. Okay, it's not about what you need to do for God. And so, there are two ways to look at the gospel this way. There are two ways to look at the gospel. Because some of us, as we go to church, na tendency to look at the Christian life as performance and do. And sometimes, well, I think I'm a better person because I do this, I don't do this, I do this, I don't do this. And the gospel addressed the tendency to pride. Okay, And this is what we call the gospel for the self-righteous. Can I tendency to self-righteous, right? And the gospel for the self-righteous in the Bible tells us that actually, if you think you're better, actually the Bible says you are more sinful than you ever dared to believe. So don't feel better than other people. 
Why are you more sinful? Because Jesus need to die on the cross for you. Why did Jesus need to die on the cross for you? Because you're a sinner more than you can imagine, right? So don't feel proud. You're no better than other people. Amen? Okay, the gospel for the self-righteous. Kalabanan ba yung natin self-righteous, di ba? Okay, the gospel for the unrighteous. Katong mga tao, ang struggle sa mga sala. Okay? The gospel for the unrighteous says, you are actually more loved than you ever dared to imagine. So cheer up. Okay? So either way, feeling better, the gospel says to you, you're worse. Don't feel better about yourself than comparing to other people. Whenever you're discouraged, the gospel says to you, cheer up. You are more loved than you ever imagined. It's not about you. It's about what Christ has done for you. So either way, kung ma-discourage ka, wa ka excuse. Kung feeling self-righteous po ka, successful ka, as in better ka nga Christian, dili ka dapat maging proud. Why? Because you're just sinners saved by grace. <laughs> no pride, no discouragement, and the gospel address that. And we should be a Christian that, that knows that as well. So the gospel is liberating. Why? Because in Christ, can we read it? In Christ, you are free from guilt. Should not live in guilt. Read it. So, no. In Christ, you are free from shame. In Christ, you are free from condemnation. And in Christ, you are free from the pressure to pretend and perform because Christ did everything. It is finished. No need to perform, no need to pretend. Because you have been made righteous by Jesus Christ. That's why it's the most freeing thing in the world. And liberating the moment you understand the gospel of grace. This is the reason in our passage that we read in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Para fair, okay? Kinaman tayo mga sisters dito, right? Actually, brothers and sisters, generic na sa tanan. Okay? So, aming gulong, oh, brothers rang Bible. Ganun, wala yung sisters. Hapil na mo, girls. Ayaw nag-ria, okay? And yun si Paul, you, you and I, when we believe in the gospel, when the Galatians believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, that gospel is calling us to a life of freedom and shame. Freedom from what? Sin, guilt, shame, condemnation. That's the life that God called us to live. That's the life It's a life that overcomes that. It's a life that's free from shame because the cross is bigger than the struggle. The grace is bigger than our sin and shame. It's a life of freedom. This is our calling. Freedom is not just something we have. Freedom is who we are. That's our identity. That's who you are. Whether balibaliho ng kalibutan, whether there's an earthquake or tsunami, that's who you are. I am free. That's my identity. You are free in Christ. You have been set free from sin, from hell, from Satan. In Christ, you have been graced with freedom. That's your identity. That's your inheritance. That's who you are. Amen? Whew. So, go sa okay? You're free, to be honest. That's our identity. But, not problema Because freedom can be used wrongly. And this is the warning. Even though we are called to freedom, here's a little bit of warning. 
Because we can use freedom wrongly. As we use the things, katawang discuss gaya na sa internet, wrongly. We can use freedom wrongly. Only, do not use your freedom that you have in Christ through the gospel. Do not use it as an opportunity for what? For the flesh. In other words, even though amazing getting a message that you've been free, that you've been forgiven, God loves you, you are loved, you've been set free from guilt and condemnation. Amazing! Powerful, life-changing. But Paul, I warn you because there's a way to twist this truth. There's a way to abuse it. There's a way to wrongly use it. And one way is to use it for the opportunity of the flesh. What in the world is that? What is flesh? Okay? You are flesh. I'm just kidding. flesh, right? But he's not talking about physical body, flesh. He's talking about in the context of Galatians, in the context of the letters of Paul, whenever Paul uses his word flesh, he talks about our sinful patterns and habits and tendencies that we still have that drives us to serve sin. And let me ask you, do you still have that sinful pattern that drives you to sin? Kinsa makaingondri, wala pa ko na tintal, sala. Pastor, amazing kayo. Nag-struggle ko. Ano man? Dili na ako matintalog sa laron. Struggle kay Kuana. <laughs> Wala. Every one of us are tempted to sin. And the reason we're tempted to sin is because naapatay flesh within us. This flesh naanani before nato na-meet si Jesus. Before that he believes the gospel, naanas na. It's our tendency to sin. And usually the flesh Work, ang patterns of flesh na ito sa kanabuhi is self-centeredness and selfishness. It's all about you. Okay? Let me tell you. That's our life. It's all about us. Atong kanabuhi, right? And this is the tendency of the flesh. Uh, this, is, this is the flesh that we have. And yung si Paul, we can use our freedom in Christ for the opportunity of the flesh in order to serve sin rather than God. And that's a problem because na mga tao, may yun sila, well, kung naluas ta sa grasya, ay, grasya rata na, ng kaluwasan, well, and the Bible always repeats that that if you do that, that's not the proper way to use your freedom. Because when God gives us the freedom, it's not freedom to sin, but freedom from sin. Because when you use your freedom in order that you sin, you're actually going back to the prison and bandage. Right? Because sin will always enslaves you. And it doesn't give you freedom. Kung magpakasala ka, free ka. Tili. And all of us, dilit na taganan ang sala because at the end of the day, ang sala, no, we, but we've, we've been there, done that, we got the t-shirt, and we know sin is just pleasurable for a season, and then eventually, it doesn't that. It kicks us in the back. Right? At the end of the day. It, it shames us, it makes us guilty. So sin doesn't lead you to freedom. So, if you say that, since I am freed by Jesus Christ, I can sin, you're fool and you're stupid. You don't understand the proper use of freedom. Okay? God did not give us a freedom to sin. He gives us freedom from sin. And the grace of God doesn't lead us to license kind of life, but away from sin kind of life. So, a flesh example of fleshly use of freedom. Okay? This is an example of fleshly use of freedom. This is the typical way of our modern age, the way we define typical people, the, the way they define freedom. They say freedom is doing what I want to whomever I want, whenever I want it. 
Familiar? And so, free. I want freedom. What is freedom for you? And they would always say, well, freedom is doing what I want to whomever I want whenever I want it. And let me tell you, that doesn't lead to freedom. That leads to addiction and bondage and guilt and regrets. So, I can do whatever I want to whomever I want whenever I want it. Okay? So, lay down now. Delete ka dakpon sa police. I can do whatever I want. Karon, mag-hold mag up ko sa 7-11, okay? After the service. Sulayin daw na. Dili ka mapirisuan na? So to be honest, to define freedom that I can do whatever I want to whoever people I want, whenever I want it, I can do it. That's not freedom. That's stupidity. Because padulong juga addiction na na. And this is your motto in life. Somewhere in the past, mayroon ka... Ha, wala na parents. Naan ako diri sa city. Layo kay si mama o si papa. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. And my goodness, you do it. And then you do it, and then you suffer regrets and pain. Because this is not the true definition of freedom. Freedom is not doing whatever I want, whenever I want, to whomever I want. That is not freedom at all. It just leads you to bondage. What is gospel freedom? Gospel freedom does not lead us to self-centeredness and selfishness. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, 14. Here's how Paul use or describe freedom. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity of your flesh, but there's a contrast. In other words, freedom for the use of the sin, sinful flesh, but through love serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one where you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So Neon Zippo, here's, here's how the gospel leads us to true freedom. And here's how he defined true freedom. Gospel freedom leads to a life of love that expresses itself in practical service for one another. That's freedom. And that's the way we should use freedom. Because you've been set free from guilt, because you've been loved by Jesus Christ, because of what Jesus Christ has done for you, Neon Zippo, this is the way to use your freedom. Serve one another. That's true use of freedom. It's not for the flesh, it's not for sin, but it's true love, serve one another. Ang literal translation na na, serve, love, serve one another. Literal translation na na is this, pati, balik, 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 okay? Balik, okay? Ang literal translation na na is true love, be slave to one another. A modern translation na na, slave is, dapat ulipon ta, magpaulipon ka sa isig, uza. Because of what Christ has done for you. May ka, Yes, and that's the paradox of that argument. Free na ka. In Jesus Christ, you're free. But do not use your freedom for yourself. Use your freedom for others. And that's how the gospel leads us to true freedom. Okay, in the gospel, I do a movement. Are you ready? Happy na sa practical application. I'm just building a case. Usara ka puwenta kuani, so kalmara, okay? Here's. The two movements of the gospel. In the gospel, na what we call the in. di maklaro ba? Ako na lang explain Imagine na. In the gospel, this is what we call the inward movement. Say the word with me: inward. Inward movement. Inward movement is what we talk about several weeks. That through the gospel, makita ni mo sala. We see your sin, and when we see your sin, unsa dapat ni mong respond mo? You run to the cross, and when you run to the cross. You declare your faith in the gospel, not in what you do. And when you declare your faith in the gospel, you change 
through the gospel, right? And that's inward repentance that you have been forgiven, that you've been loved by Jesus Christ. The more you think of the cross and the more you think of what Jesus Christ have done for you, you change in your heart. And most of you, you change, right? As we discuss that, nalimot naman, passive righteousness, discussion, right? Good. That's inward movement. But the gospel does not just move inwardly. It also moves outwardly. Okay? Ang problema magunato, when we think about gospel renewal or the work of the gospel sa itong kinabuhi, usay limited ra nato sa itong sarili ra ba? Amin ka, bless kayo ko, pastor, kaya naman. Bless kayo ko sa akong, ako ang heart jud na ikwan jud kayo na sa ginuuron. Nibalik jud na refresh jud ko. Amazing kayo si Lord sa akong kinabuhi. Na-renew jud ko. Na-revive ko. Praise God. Ganaan ko every Sunday, maminaw sa wali. Amazing sa guy. Praise God. And we, we love that. That's our prayer nga. Mapadulog ka sa ginoo, ma-revive ka, ma-renew ka. That's our prayer, to be honest. But that's not enough. Because the gospel does not just work inwardly, it also works outwardly. And this is the outward work of the gospel. The outward work of this gospel is that when you see opportunity to help and serve, you grab that opportunity. If na may gahinder anang opportunity mo to serve, you repent and you run to Christ. And then Christ empowers you to live a life of mission. That's the outward work of the gospel. And it's all about, ang bottom line na is all about the grace of God that empowers us to live a life of mission. So I want to summarize it that way, okay? So dagan ka ng information, kabalo ko, katulogan na muna ako sa mabiyo inyong mga nao, may kadugay mo yun yung mga kuwan, okay? So summarize na ko na, okay? Kabala ay kabala ka, alright? Here's the thing. The gospel of grace works in us. Okay? The gospel of grace works in us. That's what we call spiritual growth. And that's what we are praying. Some of you, I'm prayer request. Spiritual growth, right? That's good. And to be honest, you should. That's the first step, okay? But it also works not just in us, but works through us. And that's what we call missional living. Dapat balance, okay? And dapat dilita mag-focus on missional living unless the gospel of grace is working in us. The gospel must first work in us before it works through us. You know? Because here's the thing. People who are filled with the gospel is filled with so much love from God that it overflows into a ministry of love and service to others. Your ministry, discipleship, evangelism, whatever ministry in church, it should be the overflow of the work of the gospel in your heart. Ang problema sa mga kalagmitan sa mga kriswanan ron, ngayon sila, Pastor, empty kay ko, ganahan ko mag-serve para ma-feel ko, patay. I heard that. Pastor, empty kay ko, boring akong live, kinalan ko mag-serve. And sometimes, ang ministry, ang pag-serve sa ministry is a crutch, is a filler of the emptiness of your heart. And let me tell you, your service in the ministry cannot feel the emptiness of your heart. Christ must feel it first. And you must be overflowing with the grace, with the love of God, so that the gospel will overflow in your life and it produce ministry and service to others. But don't serve because ministry cannot fill you. Ministry is just overflow. Please. Daganjo na ko madunggan Para ko ma-encourage, Pastor. Para ko ma-kwansa kong kinabuhi. Dapat ko mag-serve. No, service is overflow. If the Lord is not working in your life, if the gospel is not penetrating your heart, then don't serve yet. 
Because you will use ministry for you, not for God. You will use ministry to fill the emptiness in your heart. And ministry cannot fill the emptiness of your heart. Ministry can become idolatry in your heart. Okay? And this is a very important point. This is, this is often the repeated pattern in the Bible. In Psalm 51 verse 12, see, see, David nakasala ni God, right? How many of you are familiar with David's story? See, David sinned against God because he committed adultery, okay? He committed murder after he committed adultery because he yang sin. Okay, kami siya adultery sa yung best general and then kami siya yung sin. And for a year, yung gihilom na tubangan sa gino, he hide his sin. And as he hide his sin, he struggles. Kung gahide ka sa mong sala, wala na dilim yung mong sala, it's really struggling. It's draining you. And so David was confronted and then he, he prayed this prayer. This prayer of confession. Psalm 51, yun siya, Restore to me what? The joy of your salvation. Experiencing the grace of God and the gospel of God brings joy. It brings joy of your salvation. Because I'm living a life of sin away from God. Restore unto me the joy of salvation and uphold me with the willing spirit. God, I need renewal. I need your renewal in my life, your grace to work in your life. And God did that. And when you will renew me, when you restore me, kabalokan sa buhatan. What's the next verse? Come on, lantaw. Okay, friend, gapunda. What's the next verse? Then, isayang on. Then I will teach sinners, transgressors, sinners, your ways, and sinners will what? Return to you. Now, analyze that verse. Kabalo ka ang meaning ng verse. At first, nayon sa Lord, restore to me the joy of your salvation, the grace of your salvation, the joy, so that when you restore me, I will what? Teach sinners. In our words, gospel renewal, the grace of God, when you encounter the grace of God, it always propels you, it moves you. It's a compulsive way of working in your life that says, you know what, after I experience your salvation, I dili ako ganahan ako. Ganahan ko ang uban po maka-experience mong forgiveness. Therefore, experiencing the grace of God will produce a compulsion, an overflow of serving and reaching out people. Gospel renewal produces missional living. But do not begin with the missional living when you are not experiencing the gospel renewal. Okay? Get it? Nasabdan ako ninyo, dili kayo. Sagdaran, habita mo small group, sige, so no problem, okay? Why do you call somebody to give me a pastor? Ask your small group leader, okay? Sige, gospel renewal leads to missional living, not as a should, but a one. How many difference are there? When you experience the love of Christ, the grace of God, the love of Christ in you, kabalo ka, imo ang pag-serve, dili na, I should. Kundili, I want. Di ba? Kalagmitan sa mga Kristohanon, I should. Dapat jud ko mag-serve sa ginoon. Dapat 12. Okay, ako i-disciple. Okay? Dapat jud kuan. Dapat ingani jud ko. Dapat, dapat mga lag, dapat jud, mga lagad jud sa gino. Dapat. A dapat kind of Christianity result to burnout. And the gospel reminds us, tili na dapat. It's, I want, I cannot help but serve. I cannot help but share. 
I cannot help but encourage. I cannot help but grace. Why? Because the gospel is like time bomb exploding in your heart and you just overflow. Diba? Kung excited kayo ka, kayo na ay sale sa Lazada, dili ko sale sa Lazada. Diba? Ka nga. Share sa Facebook. Because imong heart is overflowing. I don't know kung makarelate mo na. Okay? Just example, right? Diba kung nakakain news, na overwhelmed kayo ka, nice kayo na, di ba dili ka makakip sa news, sa good news sa imong self? And it should be the work of the gospel in your life. The gospel is so good. Jesus is so good. Grace is so powerful. His forgiveness is vast. His mercy is overflowing. I cannot keep it to myself. I want to talk to my workmates. I want to talk to my neighbors. I want to serve. Why? Because He serves me first. He forgive me. He bless me. He love me. I cannot help but go to the rooftop and shout it in the mountain and proclaim the salvation of my God. Amen? Who? That's the gospel renewal. Sabihin ko nga, hindi na ako naka-feel pastor. Ayos sa pag-serve, okay? Understand first. And that's why in church, we will wait for you, okay? Come every Sunday until the light shines. And every Sunday until the light shines, and then go, wow, I get it. Now for five years, I get it, okay? And we will wait for you. We wait for you. And dili ka dapat mag-guilty. You have your own time. And we love you. But we're gonna repeat it. This is how the way of God, this is how the gospel works in our life. It's not a should. It's not a want. For some of you who are serving in the ministry, who are leading, who are discipling, who are follow-up people, this is a daily reminder. Don't use ministry to fill emptiness in your heart. Because ministry is always overflow. It's an overflow of the grace of God in your life. Because what do say? Overflow? You're smart people, okay? Overflow just bubbles up, okay? So it's not a should, it's not a want. Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14, if you interview Apostle Paul and you ask Paul, nganong passionate kay ka? Nganong you wanna, you wanna share, you wanna plant churches, and you go after places to places to, to declare Christ? Kabalo ka say one motivation niya, dili guilt. Dili guilt. The number one motivation of Paul in 2 Corinthians 5.14. Can we read it? Read it again. The love of Christ controls or compels me. Okay? And this is what drives Paul to share the gospel, to go public with his faith, to evangelize, to disciple, to plant churches. For Paul, when he said the love of Christ is so amazing, I cannot help but plant churches. I cannot help but share. I cannot help but serve. I cannot help. It's just... Dili sila ka, kanang dili sila ka, kanang, di sila ka pundo gani ba, kanang may, ganahan juga ko mo sir. Bandai mana? Oh na, some of you, yan na mo, okay? Because you're so filled with the love of Christ that you want to serve. It compels you, it controls you, and it just shows you. It just shows in your words, it just shows in your action. And that should be, that should how we do evangelism. Sa una, when I do evangelism, dili through grace. Dili through like that. Ang evangelism sa una na ako kay through guilt ba? Okay? Example, makadungog ko sermon nga, dapat yun ta mag-evangelize, ha? Dapat yun ta mag-share sa gospel, ha? Okay? And ang pastor, and, and, yeah, dapat yun mag-share yun ta sa gospel, okay? Dapat may evangelize. And then, grabe kayo, mawali si pastor ba? And then sa iyang wali, kayo na ito story about your friend. Kaman naman ang story, your friend? 
si friend mo, si Gimokuyog. And eventually, ang story is about your friend. And eventually, wala na rin mo ginashare sa gospel mong friend. Namatay mong friend. Na hell imong friend. Ano, iniunday ang sermon. Come on, amoy mga friend. Kung dili nyo share sa gospel nyo, friend, mahil dyan. Alam, bito, mahil dyan. I'm guilty kay ko. So, share ko sa gospel. <laughs> the problem with guilt-driven sermon, kung wala ko sa problema, you only obey it kung ang guilty ni mo ma-feel. Pag wala na ang guilt, di na ka mo-obey. Hindi na ka mag-evangelize. Hindi na ka mag-share. Amen? Kinsa makarelate. And dapat, ang pastor, pag may ibansala sa mga tao, dapat ang pastor, magwali siya o guilt-driven evangelism. Para every week, ang mga tao gashare sa gospel. Pero ilang pag-share sa gospel is by guilt. Got a problem with sharing the gospel by guilt? Kabalo ka sa problema if you share the gospel by guilt? Dili ra ka to. Ang problema is, when you share your faith, when you share Jesus because of guilt, you're not sharing in the name of love. You're sharing to appease your own guilt. Selfish ka po na. Kaya nga na mag-una, dapat mag-share yung ko. No? Dapat mag-share yung sa kong workmate. Guilty yung kayo ko ba? Kaya I think feeling bad kayo kung a-Christian. Kaya wala yung ka-share. So, share ka. Ang purpose nga na mag-share ka is para wala na kay guilt. That's selfish. Because you only share para mawala imong guilt. Actually, you are saving yourself. Saving yourself from guilt. That's guilt-driven Christianity. I live a life like that. Come on. Ako rin Lord, forgive me. I'm a sinner, okay? Most people, right? Most Christians. So I'm, I'm telling you, evangelism is, should not be guilt-driven. Evangelism should be gospel-driven, grace-driven. You're so filled with love that you overflow. You're so inspired. You're so in love with Jesus that you, you can't help every time na I break, every time na I snack time sa inyo ang workplace or bisikasa school, you can't help but inject Jesus in your conversation. Why? Because you're so in love. Diba? Kapag na in love kayo ka sa imang per- like married people, kapag na in love kayo sa mga asawa, every topic kayo mga asawa, oh, ingana, dito ako mga asawa, amazing dito, okay? Topic about car, ako mga asawa, po, ginaingana, dito yung mga, you know, topic is about the president, dito ako mga asawa, kayo kanya yung president, yung tanan dito yung asawa, kayo naman, because a person that is in love, ang nasayang kasikasing, is the person that yung in love, right? And that's how should the gospel work in our life. When you are saturated with the grace and the love of Jesus, in your heart, you cannot help but talk. You cannot help but talk about Jesus. You cannot help but speak about Jesus. You cannot help but make a wow, Jesus is amazing in my life. And that's my prayer about Grow Point. That's my prayer about us. That we will be gospel-filled people overflowing with love and grace that we cannot stop talking about Jesus. Not guilt. Not kamayang <laughs> convicted you kayo kung ma-evangelism ba? What you go share, share, no? Never do that because that's just religion. Okay? Doesn't change your life. Ask the Lord, what hinders you sharing the gospel? Okay? So here's the thing. Two kinds of way of living in religion and the gospel, okay? I usually use it. Religion or moralism, okay? In religion, sharing the gospel is guilt-driven. In the gospel way of living, Sharing the gospel is always grace-driven. Can't help but talk in a loving and respectful way. In religion, serving others is about duty. Dapat. 
Dapat jud ka, mag-volunteer jud ka sa church. Dapat jud mag-tights, okay? Dapat jud mag dapat jud mag-serve. Dapat. Mga dapat, okay? That's religion. The gospel way is serving others is a delight, not a duty. Serving others, I cannot help but serve. Pastor, sa mga matabang, di ba? Kapag nang overwhelmed kayo sa grasya sa ginoon, hindi ko ganahan maglingkod, pastor. Ganahan siya ko mag-serve. How can I serve? Di ba? Ang mga pastor, good news yun na, okay? Sa kagikan, okay? Praise God! Amazing. That's my prayer. Andili na pag-guilty-guilty. You should not be guilty in this sermon. That's not my goal. My goal is you understand Jesus because overflow naman yung pag-serve yun. Ang excitement yun mo. Okay? Right? So, in religion, ang motto ni mo, I should. I should. Dapat. Kay Kristuhanong ta, dapat. Ano pagod ba? Mga pa-religious talk, pagod ba? Kristuhanong naman ta, dapat yun. Ano maday? Kung Kristuhanong ka, dapat yun. Let me tell you. A dapat kind of Christianity is not really Christianity at all. Christian, dili na nimo yun ang dapat. Christian who was filled with God, filled with the gospel, wants it. Overflows in service and love. And here's the illustration. In Christianity, actually, kabalo mo mo say spring, no? Spring, no? tuburan. Ang tuburan, siya man ang gigikanan sa tubig, kaya siya man ang tuburan, di ba? So in other words, ang tuburan, hindi lito na siya man kamot, og, og, filled up of water, it just overflow. Siya man yun ang source. And let me tell you, in Christian life, we are not the source. We are not the tuburan. Okay? We are the tuburanan. Okay? We are the pipes. Okay? <laughs> show us. Show us the picture. Right? This is a spring. That's not who we are. That's Jesus. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. The love, the grace of God in our life. This is who we are. The pipes. Tubo. Dili kita ang tuburan. Tubo rata, okay? Dili rata tuburan, okay? And it reminds yourself, dili lagi ka tuburan, channel raka, diara mo agi ang ginoo sa mong kinabuhi. You, God will work through you. But you cannot replace God and the need of God and the need of the gospel in your life. You must be filled with God before God can work through you. Inay mong tubad. Dili ka tuburan, okay? Tubura ka, okay? That's who we are. Alright? So here's my question. So enough na, enough na, mag-discuss na ta, okay? Here's what, here's what I'm asking you, and I'm gonna end. We're done, okay? Are you motivated? Do you have an inward compulsion to love, serve, and speak the gospel to the people around you? I'm not saying motivated out of duty and guilt. I'm saying, is there an inward, can't help it compulsion with joy? It says, God so loves me, Christ so bless me, Jesus so forgives me and accepts me, I cannot help but serve, love, and forgive. Do you have that? Do you show hospitality to your neighbors? I can't help but just be good to my neighbors. I can help just to invite people and eat together. Okay? Lichon. Alright? Are you actively praying and engaging your co-workers? Are you a kind of Christian that says, 
You know what? Dilera ko ganahan magtrabaho para sa own self. I'm here. I think gibutang ko sa ginoodering a place to serve. And how can I serve? Just praying to people and asking my co-workers, how are you? And with a smile on your face, if dili sila doing well, I, I would like to pray for you. Not out of duty, not out of guilt, but out of joy. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for Je- I want to pray Jesus for you. You know? To Jesus. Are you serving someone in poverty? People in need. I can't help it. The Lord bless me with money, with promotion, with resources. I can't help it but just share. Are you giving generously for a cause? Not just for church, for a cause, for mission. People in your life. Are you leading spiritually as a spouse, as a parent? As a father, are you compelled to say, you know what? I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm called by God to live spiritually and I'm gonna do it not out of duty but out of joy and about what Jesus has done for me. As a wife, are you compelled to be faithful wife because of what Jesus has done for you? I can't help it because Jesus loves me. I want to submit to my husband. I want to be a faithful wife. Why? Not out of duty, not out of obligation, but out of what Christ has done for me. Are you discipling new believers? Are you welcoming people in the church? Are you encouraging and praying people in the church? Not out of duty, but out of love. Are you motivated? Do you have an inward gospel compulsion to serve and love people? And if you're honest tonight, honestly, Pastor, I have not. Don't be guilty. And the solution is not, I should. The solution is not bitaw no dilidjo ko yung anak dapat gugong maging unahan ako dapat sukad karon ing anin ako that's not the solution <laughs> the solution is asking yourself why am I not like that unsay nasa kong kasing-kasing what is the root of my inward inactivity because kabalo ko ha Christian life is not about doing it's about believing and the question to identify that problem is what are you not believing about the gospel that hinders you to live a life on mission? So here's my question. If you aren't motivated out of love, I want you to examine your heart tonight. Where are you short-circuiting the movement of the gospel in your life? Because the gospel of God moves inwardly and outwardly, naturally. Dilinan imo nimo sarili dapat when you are so filled with the love of God my goodness dilinan imo na dapat mo flora jona So the question is not dapat 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 the question is not asa dapat sa mo kasing-kasing garon wala kanito o sa gospel sa mo kinabuhi wala kanito sa grasya sa Ginoo sa mo kinabuhi wala kanito sa gugma ni Ginoo isa sa mo kinabuhi there is something unbelief sa mo kasing-kasing dapat imo ideal your problem is not do your problem is belief that's how you solve this. It's not about dapat. It's about where do you fail to believe the grace of God in your life? The solution is not just do it, but looking and enjoying the grace of Jesus. Because whether you struggle or not, whether, where you, wherever you are in Christianity, let me tell you, your Savior is waiting for you. Your Savior is waiting to enjoy, to invite you. In fact, if you're tired, Come to me, all your weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Our Savior is a Savior that is 
ever-flowing fountain of grace. He always overflows in mercy. He always overflows in love. He never stopped caring. He never stopped loving. He never stopped forgiving. He never stopped welcoming. Even though you're a prodigal who goes away over every week, He never stopped welcoming and inviting. He never stopped to forgive. He never stopped to love. And the moment you enjoy His love and grace, and the moment you attach yourself to the spring, you overflows. Because the only way nga mutubod ang tubo, dapat ang tubo mo attach sa tuburan. Ano na rajo na simple, okay? And that's the right way. And that's our prayer as we end. And that's my prayer for me. That's prayer for us. Because at the end of the day, guys, the reason why we do this is because our city, in whom God called us to reach, the Davao city, our city needs a new kind of Christian. Our city needs a kind of Christian that is not religious, but gospel-centered. Our city needs a Christian that is not proud, arrogant, and condemning to the people that is not like them. Our Christian needs a people that is compassionate, humble, changed by the gospel, exhibiting the humility of Christ to the, the, the people around us, to our workmates and workers. We need a new kind of Christian that would revolutionize the gospel of grace in our city, in your workplace, in your family, in our barangays. Hindi na dapat na typical nga Kristuhanan nga musimbara gani kanya. It's just there. It's just religion. Oh, my prayer is that we become a Christian that is so filled with Jesus and the love of Jesus we cannot help but talk about Jesus. And we're not forcing people to believe what we believe. We're patient. We're prayerful. We're humble. We're patient and we're loving and we're serving. We don't serve para maminaw sila nato. We serve with no string attached. We don't give para musherta. We give with no string attached. Because Christ gives us something, we give with no string attached. Because Christ forgives us, we just forgive and continues to forgive. Because Christ blesses us, we just bless and continues to bless. We need a new kind of Christianity. And you're ready to become like that as we seek the gospel to move inwardly and outwardly in our lives. Amen? And that is the true use of freedom. Let's pray. Father, we are acknowledging your presence tonight. We are acknowledging that you continually do the inward work of changing us to be like Jesus bring us deeper to the cross, not among effort, not among self. Bring us deeper in repentance and faith. And as you are working deep within us, I know you are working outwardly in and through us as well to other people. So help us to be a people that is compelled by your love. A people that is so filled with grace, we cannot help share your grace. So filled with your love, we cannot help but just love and continues to love. Oh God, help us to be a people filled with God, filled with you, filled with your presence that we cannot help but just worship and invite people to worship you. Save us from legalistic kind of Christianity, from guilt-driven Christianity, but enable us to be a people driven always by your grace. 
driven always by your love. Fill us right now. Help us to repent sa mga areas na mo. Wala na mo gituwa ni mong gospel. That's why imong gospel wala na move through us because uza high Lord focus kami sa mong kaugalingon. Sometimes we care about our reputation. Sometimes we just think about the idols of our approval. Mga areas mo ginabuinga. We short circuit the flow of the gospel in your life. Help us to repent from that. And help us to allow your gospel to work in and through our lives. We want to surrender ourselves to you. In your name we pray. All God's people said, Amen.